You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Get into some nigga shit. <laughs> You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. Okay. Okay. Where was I? Um, everybody come in, cause obviously powers that be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know. So uh, let me continue back to where I was initially saying. So yeah, uh, Dirk's contract is up. That was a box hit, and then the idiocracy of black people. Now black people are comparing uh, Dirk in India to Bonnie and Clyde. Do people forget who Bonnie and Clyde were? Not, and I'm not gonna get into the, if the, if Clyde was gay. They they've alluded to that, but the whole thing with Bonnie and Clyde is um, Bonnie and Clyde were gunned down by federal marshals because they were on a killing spree across the Midwest. Red was happening. Yeah, yeah. People forget how the Bonnie and Clyde thing ended. That's black people for you, man. What, what, what can I say? What can I say? All right, let me get back to... All right, let's get into the verses. Um, listen, I was a fan of verses. Uh, would I be in the minority to look forward to the verse? Listen, if this was like Battle of the Street nigga rap groups, I'm all for it. Listen, there's... This is not even necessary. Listen, if this were Dipset versus G-Unit, I'm all in. The locks, y'all, come on, it's the locks. Stop playing. It's the fucking locks. I thought the whole thing with versus was catalog versus catalog. There's nothing in the locks' catalog to even warrant this. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that versus has pretty much hit the bottom of the barrel. They're scraping it. Yes, it's run its course. Um, they're, they're just throwing shit against and see what sticks against the wall. Come on, it's the fucking locks, y'all. It's the lock. So, what mainstream commercial hits have the locks had? And I know this is not about mixtapes. Mixtapes don't fucking count because I was on Reg's panel early today. Shout out to AC Star, but AC kept saying mixtapes. Nigga, no! Catalogs don't include your mixtapes. Once it, what sounds like hating? What? Nigga, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, what what hits do the locks have? I don't like the this. Did I say I didn't like the locks? I'll tell you what would have been a better matchup. A better matchup would have been the locks versus state property. That's a matchup. That's a street nigga matchup. Okay? Dipset versus the locks. Are, are, are you serious right now? For real? 
Like, seriously? Like, that's a real question? Yeah. State, pop, state property versus the locks would have been like, I'd be there for that shit. I'm not going to watch this. And if the only reason I watch, I'm, gonna, I'm only going to watch to see what Cam is wearing. That's it. The only reason I'm going to watch is to see what Cam is wearing. All right. Yo, you know what? Let's play, let's play dumb. Let's see how many records the locks have sold as a group. And listen, when, you t when you're talking catalog, we're not talking about when they were on someone else's records. Now, I'm talking what mainstream, commercially viable hits have the locks had by themselves. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so let's do this. So, Money, Power, Respect peaked at number three on the Hot 100 back in January 30th of 1998. We Are the Streets, when they got off of Bad Boy, went to uh, Rough Riders, peaked at number five, February 11th, 2000. And then they had the Trinity EP that nobody checked for. It, it peaked at 141, all right? And then you had the Trinity Second Sermon, that nobody checked for and then you had filthy america that nobody checked for and i'm saying this all respectfully but i need to i need to get into the numbers i want numbers i want numbers mainstream success it's been as it's not been on their own outside of puffy outside of their bad boy shit they never touched anything close to what they had on bad boy now mind you I'll remind you what they were on what with Bad Boy. They were on this uh it's all about the Benjamins. We'll always love Big Papa. They were on Mesa's 24 Hours to Live, Mariah Carey's Honey, Jennifer Lopez's Jenny from the Block. The first album did go platinum. They did go platinum. Alright? So you complain about the money. On, on a label that made you go platinum, right? Remember, they had uh, Rough Riders spent like $3 million to get them out that contract? Okay, so... Bad boy, bad boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their fourth studio album came out in 2020, of August 28th, called Living Off Experience. Now, I know none of you niggas bought that album. I know none of you Locks fans went to go buy that fucking album. So don't even fucking play with me right now. I just want to find the numbers. The, uh, the sound scan numbers. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, according to this, they've... According to this, two million. That's including all four albums. You understand? Like, they don't even have the, the, the numbers for Filthy America and Living Off Experience. They don't even have the, the sales numbers for those. So all you have, to, all you can find is their, their platinum and gold certifications. So as of right now, they are sitting at 2 million records sold as a, as a group, as the locks. 2 million, okay? 2 million. Now let's, let's see what Dipset has sold. How many records... <laughs> Have Dipset sold. Now remember, we're talking catalogs, right? 
I'm not talking Jewels by himself. I'm not talking Jim Jones by himself. Okay. Jeez. Oh, okay. Let's let's we can stop this right now. We can stop this right now. Yes. Yes. All right. To be fair. Let's see. Diplomatic immunity. That win gold. They had two singles go gold off of that. Dipset Anthem and I really mean it. So then the next Dip Diplomatic Immunity 2 went gold. So that's a mill. Currently at a mill. Bear with me, y'all. Okay. We learned something new today. So technically, the locks have outsold Dipset. Technically. Well, shit, no. Do I count the singles? If I count the singles, they're tied. So not only did Diplomats, the first album go gold, they had two gold singles. So so you got to throw that in there, right? It, it, I mean, it's record sold. So they're sitting at two mil a piece. Wait, wait, wait. They're sitting at two mil a piece. All right, so they're tied. They're tied. And I'm talking strictly the locks versus diplomatic immunity dip set. I'm not talking Cam and, and, and Jim by themselves. Group for group. They're pretty much tied at two million records sold apiece. I did not know that. I did not know that. Okay. Now, if we're talking singles, on oh, the locks. Pull up the locks. Um, discography. Yes, this is yeah, this is closer than what I, what I thought it was going to be. Singles, 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 singles. Okay. Their singles are, and I'm, I'm going for the locks. These are the lock singles. If you think I'm jiggy, money, power, respect, ride or die, bitch, recognize, while out. One, two, three, four, five. Those are their five hottest, best singles. If you think I'm jiggy, money, power, respect, ride or die, bitch, recognize, while out. Those are the Lox's five best, most well-known singles. All right, that's five. This is really going to be close. I know it's going to be this close. Now let's go to the Lox's, I mean, the uh, Diplomat singles. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Dipset Anthem. I really mean it. Santana. Crunk music. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm, I may have to stand corrected on this one. This is way closer than what I thought it was going to be. This is way closer than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get to the comments. I'm sorry, y'all. Forgive me. Forgive me. Um, shout out to everybody uh, that's in the chat. Uh, C Boogie, Brandon, India, Simba. That's a funny. Dude Love, Mr. K2B2, Ms. Naya, Reg, uh, Darkman, Jeff, Ms. Naya, R. Chapman, O'Reilly, Van Lee, Tyrone Tucker, Richard Wilson. Did I get everybody? Did I get everybody? Tadito, Edward Bailey, hey. Uh, Chris Basio. Yeah, this is way closer than what I thought. There I go off street jams. Um, True player for real. Chris Nolan, hey. TJ Blogs. <laughs> TJ Blogs. If you think I'm drinking with super duper trash. <laughs> Yo, um, this is still not a good look. This is not a good versus. I'm sorry. If this is close. Way closer than what I thought. So now, okay, catalog for catalog. I'm giving the edge to Dipset. And because, you know, at one point they were the hottest. They were like one of the last few hip hop groups before G Unit. Um, clearly, the locks, I mean, clearly, clearly Dipset ranks higher than the locks. If you, if you had a hip hop group list ranking, Dipset would far outrank the locks. Um, I know this is, it was this close. See, that's the thing. Mixtapes. Now, if this was a mixtape competition, the locks would watch these niggas all day. But this is not mixtapes. This is catalog. You don't consider mixtapes mix on a party a catalog. Okay? It just doesn't happen like that. You know? Um, cultural impact? Dips it all day long. By far. I will say this, I say the locks have done well for themselves considering at what point where they were. Uh, they've never completely fallen off per se. Um, they still release music, but culturally, uh, musically impactful, Dipset, Dipset was a movement, okay? Niggas was wearing pink because of Cam. Um, they made it, almost made it cool to be a blood. I mean, they made it cool to be a New York blood to a certain extent. I know niggas are not gonna like that. But Dipset did make it cool to be a fucking blood in New York. Okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I still have a pink polo that I have not worn. And it's been 15 years. And it's somewhere in one of these drawers that I have not broken out. I have a pink polo shirt I've never worn. But I bought that shit because I didn't want to be left behind on the bus. Right? So, uh, hell... Part of, and then remember when um, part of Jay-Z's diss about take off the jerseys and put on suits, that was a shot towards Cam and those guys because they were all jerseys and jeans and Timberlands. And then, um, yeah, this is this is closer than what I thought. I'm still going to go with Dipset. I still don't want to see this. I, I don't want to see this. I don't, I don't. I, I, I don't. Now, if you're talking features, still you got to get the edge to, uh, to Dipset uh, with the features. Because, you know, you're going to bring in the features. I mean, come on. Outside of Puffy's 
No Way Out album. They don't have. Okay, you know, let's do that. Let's let's look up the features. I want to I want to be fair about it. As featured artists. Okay. Here are the Lox's biggest hits as features. You had Honey the Bad Boy remix with Mariah. That was a that was a huge fucking record. All of course, all about the Benjamins remix. You had Reckless with Trade of Truth. Did anybody hear that record? I surely haven't. You had Gotti off the Carter Five for Lil Wayne. And then you had three on three. Uh, off Capone Noriega, uh, featuring Tragedy Gaddafi. Those are their one, two, three, four, five biggest features. Okay, now let's look at the Loxes. I mean, the the diplomats as a, as a as a as a guest as a feature. Even Complex did a fifty greatest Dipset songs. You couldn't even do that for the Locks. And you see the twenty five best Dipset songs. It gives me cams all day long. My God, cams, cams, cams singles alone. And then someone I, I seen somebody had mentioned Cam versus Jada Kiss. That that's stupid. Cam alone will watch these niggas, man. Holy shit. Cam by himself. Cam by himself. Okay, I can't find the list of uh, <laughs> the Dipset guest features. It's it's so in and out. Jeez, yeah, Cam's alone would watch these niggas respectfully. Kiss got Cam. How? How does? How? Once again. Had Jada been selfish and focused on a solo career, he could have been top 10, dead or alive. But since he didn't, and he's a loyal guy, yo, you can't put, you cannot put Jada over Cam at this point. You cannot. I don't, how? Where? In bars? Are we talking computers Putin Cam? <laughs> wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking with computers Putin Cam? <laughs> Come on, man. Don't act like a nigga one. <laughs> Don't play with me like that. <laughs> if the pewter's putin cam, I'm going with pewter's putin cam. I'm going with that version of cam. Y'all act, come on, act like cam's no slouch. Cam's not lazy on the mic, but nah, I, I, I'll give you the edge. Jada is a is a tad bit better lyricist than, um, than cam. But that's as far as it goes. That's as... Look, I, I give Cam like this much over, I mean, I give Jada this much over Cam. Like, Jada could have been one of the greatest MCs ever, but he was too loyal to the locks. See, I'd have fucked all that shit up. I'd have told Jada, I'd have been Jada's ear like, look, you don't need these niggas. You are the man, you know? Like, Jay-Z don't want to battle you. Like, I'd have, I'd have put that bug, that bug in Jada's ear. I'd have had Jada being a solo artist. Had Jada just focused on being a solo artist... He'd have been one of the best ever. One of the best ever, ever. But he did. But don't act like Cam is no fucking slouch, man. Like, come home with me. Um, 
Hell, even at the Confessions of a Fire, SDE. Like, stop playing. Like, Cam, I think Cam, Come Home is probably his best album. That and, that and Purple Haze. But don't act like Cam is no slouch. Don't act like Cam doesn't get busy. Yo, Ezekiel, thank you for the cash out, bro. Appreciate it. Yo, and then, yeah, I mean, listen. And shout out to Cam. Look how many guys that, that ate off, off Dipset. Like, come on. Then you had you had Cam, I mean, then you had Dipset, the, 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 you know, the bench warmers. I say bench warmers respectfully. Like, J.R. Ryder. Come on, J.R. Ryder. I mean, I mean, I mean, mixtape that this guy put out. You know, Hell Rel was doing his thing. Uh, Uncasa, uh, 40 Cal. Like, they put guys on. Who has the locks put on? What's Jay Hood been up to? I'm just saying. Who? What? What's? What's? What's Jay Hood been up to? Cause remember that whole Jay Hood versus the Locks. That shit was. Yo, Styles P. Hey, listen. I'm listen. Styles Styles is lyrical, but Jada has it. Okay. If you're going to pick one of the three to be a rap superstar, it would be Jada. It ain't going to be Styles P. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Dragging the chain on the ground. Hey, that shit was ugly, right? Yo, that J Hood versus the Locks was ugly. Come on, man. That Yo, Cam, anybody that rolled with Cam was winning. Can produce winners. Period. Period. He turned, he did what Kobe did. He turned nobodies into superstars. Let's be honest. Cam turned a bunch of nobodies into superstars. And he discovered talent. Joel Santana. Had he had he kept his nose clean? You know what I'm saying? Jada had the one hit that's off Jada's album. Not the locks. So can, can y'all see where I'm going with this? Right, and then and then and then the whole Beans versus Jada thing is debatable. But I, I'm a ooh shit. That's funny, right? Because you know it's funny that they mentioned Beans because remember they had a poll, Nori versus Beans, and I said well Nori's catalog. Would, would kill Beanie Siegel's catalog because Nori had more hits. I'm not saying that Nori was a better MC, but I'm saying we, I thought that at the last, the last I thought was this was about hits, about making hits, okay? Ain't about who made the best mixtapes, none of that. It's who makes the most hits. That's what matters in this business, right? So why are we moving the goalposts because you like somebody? I get it. I like a lot of dudes too, okay? Like let's take, let's take uh, who likes everybody likes to match up fabulous versus um, versus Lloyd Banks. They're both awesome punchliners, right? I'm still gonna say Lloyd Banks is, the, is gives the better punchlines, but guess who wins in that battle at the end of the day? Fabulous. He has a decade's worth of hits. Hits. Right, guys. We talk sports. What's the first thing we ask? How many rings he got? How many rings he got? That's it. I like Lloyd over over Fab, but goddamn it, it's Fab. 
<laughs> Fab don't go another, he doesn't go a year or two without a hit. Not saying Lloyd couldn't do it, but come on, man. Like, you know, bar for bar, yeah, I, I give Lloyd the edge over Fab. Because Lloyd be saying some shit like, ooh, shit, let me, let me rewind that part. Better punchline than Lloyd. I think I, I think Lloyd Banks is probably one of the, if not the punchline king, one of the punchline kings. Fab lost to Jada already. See, once again, what are you basing this off of? I come from an era where hits mattered. Okay? Once again, in what reality does Fab lose to Jada? Are we talking hits? Y'all are you just talking bars? Make up y'all minds. Man, come on, man. What? Once again, you need to, I need y'all to establish the criteria. What are you basing your, your vote on? Dipset got, listen, Dipset got streets and commercial records. The locks don't have any commercial records by themselves with just the locks. They don't. So, so everyone's fallback argument is I'm going with the bars. Okay, that, that's great. That's cool. And you can do that. Kiss on two diamond albums, live at, and confet. Nigga. There's a lot of guys on a lot of big records. What? Y'all moving goalposts for these guys. <laughs> Y'all moving goalposts. At the, at, the end of the, at the end of the day, if you're going to rank the, 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 the greatest hip-hop groups ever, the locks is not on the, it, probably not even in the conversation. Dipset is. Okay? I'm sorry. It is what it is. Don't get mad at me. And hell, with this new hip-hop, they don't even care about the bars anymore. While the goalposts move, man, because listen, because motherfuckers be wanting the locks to win, and I get it, but it, it, it's, let's just let's just stop, let's just stop, and I'm keeping it just strictly as a group, as a group, the locks um, didn't hit the mark, missed the shot, underperformed, okay, think about it, look where they came from, they came from Bad Boy Records, so you had the ingredients, you know the formula to make a hit record, you've been around one of the greatest producers ever and puffy ever okay and then you go to rough riders which technically technically was a step down y'all don't want to hear y'all don't have this conversation in my eyes them going with rough riders was a step backwards it was a step down you're lead, you're coming from bad boy records the the, the, the you know the, the one of the greatest mcs niggas just died right you're riding the dead man's wave. You're one of the biggest albums of, of that year. Come on, man. You, and then your first single off, off the Rough Riders shit is what? Wild Out? Still using them same fucking snares that, that Swiss used in every goddamn song prior to that record? Y'all don't play with me with this, with this motherfucking shit. Go listen to Wild Out. And tell me you, you can't hear the same fucking snares... The same drums and like 20 records prior to that shit that he used. 
That was a huge step back for them. But it was a good look in the streets. That's great. I'm just, come on, man. Take the feelings out of it and just look at this thing objectively. Have I seen, I've seen a track list of Pop Smoke's album. They're going to milk that shit to, listen, there's no way he recorded that much music. There's no, but hey, get the money while you can. I'm not roasting Swiss. You talking about somebody that's dealt with Swiss. So please miss me with that shit. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do, don't do me like this. Y'all can listen to them old Swiss records. You know, that's why Eve didn't want him to do the second album. Because she said all his shit sound the same. It took Swiss a long time to get away from that shit. To grow out of that, those, uh, oh my God, his drum pack. Like, I seen his drum pack, his drum kit he used. Wait, it was the same shit that we used. A bunch of ASR-10 uh, kits. Um, some some MPC-12 kits. You know what I'm saying? Um, motherfuckers didn't get into the core of Triton until, like, the Neptunes really started popping. Right? That's when everybody had to go get the Triton. So it, this thing is um, like almost like monkey see, monkey do when it, when it comes to producers, when it did back then. Okay? Yeah, when she did, when she did the, the, the second, uh, the Scorpion album with Dre, her numbers, man, she killed it. But that's what she didn't want to do Swiss. That was, that was kind of part of the little beef they had. She was like, yo, the beats sound the same. And they did. Sir Anthony, I, I I be trying to educate people, man. It's 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 all good though. It, it's all good. Uh, yeah. So like after the Trident came out for a few years, everybody rode that wave, and then the machine came out, and then that was like the next big thing was the machine. Everybody had to go get the machine. I remember I was once again I was in Atlanta. I was with uh who's who's the once again uh what's the nigga name. He did, the, he did the record. Uh, come on, y'all. The, the big black nigga. Ah, I forget his name. Out of Atlanta. Polo, right? He did uh, Throw Some D's on him. But he had big records. Like, he was supposed to be... Once again, I told the story before. So, before Dr. Dre, it was Polo. Polo and Jimmy Iovine was like this. Jimmy Iovine had picked Polo to be his number two. Polo, thank you. Polo the Don. We were at a... Recording session with Polo the Don and the machine uh, authorized dealer came to the studio to drop off a customized machine just for Polo. Polo was in a recording session and Jimmy called him and Jimmy said, hey, I need you on the next flight out. Jimmy uh, and then Polo literally left the, the session mid-session, had the engineer f uh, finish up and he left to the airport just like that on a private jet. To go see Jimmy. Jimmy, like Jimmy, they were like, you know how Dre and Jimmy and Jimmy now? It was Dre and Polo. Like Polo was supposed to be where Dre is. I don't know what the fuck happened. I've heard stories. I have an idea what happened. But um Polo the Don was, was supposed to be where Dr. Dre was, next to Jimmy. Don't sleep on Polo the Don. Like had he not um floundered the way he did, top ten producers easily. Like, I still put him at top 10. Like, just off what he... I've seen the man work. I've seen what he could do. Like, his potentiality is... is Like, Polo is that nigga. Like, people don't give him enough respect, enough credit. You know? Like, I've seen the man work. And I remember seeing... Yeah, he, Jimmy... He was supposed to be where Dre is right now. 
you know. So, um, he had more than a little run. Hold up, hold up. Listen, for a good four or five year stretch, all the all your major hits was a pull of the Don record. Stop playing, stop that shit. Stop that shit. Like Polo for a hot minute, nothing came out that of Atlanta that had that didn't have his finger on the on the pulse of that shit. Who outrank Mike Will made it? Ooh yeah, that's ooh. yeah. Mike Will's nice. Mike Will's nice. He's up there. I put him over. I put him over DJ Mustard. I don't think Mustard. Um, see, and this is where y'all gonna get me in trouble. I like Mustard, but. Mike, Mike, Mike is is a far better producer than than DJ Mustard. This is my opinion. This is my, I, I, I yeah, I would call, I would consider Mike Will like the Polo, the new version of, of Polo to Don. Like go back and 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 look up Polo to Don's discography. Man, let me, I forgot I'll do it for y'all. Fuck it. Let me look and see what all 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 he's produced. Cause I want to see for myself. Cause he was on some big, big records. Polo, the Don. He was on some big, 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 big records. Jesus Christ, are you serious right now? Y'all really? Do you really want me to, to to do Polo the Don's discography right now? I will do it. I will do it. Holy shit. Okay. I'm gonna do half his his discography. Hold up. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy here. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Say do it. 2004, Maya featuring Chingy, Fallen. 2005, Pimping All Over the World, Ludacris featuring Bobby Valentino. 2005, Party Starter, Will Smith. 2006, Promise, Sierra. Uh, 2006, London Bridge, Fergie. 2006, DJ Play a Love Song, Jamie Foxx featuring Twister. 2006, Blindfold Me, Khalees featuring Nas. 2006, Runaway Love, Ludacris featuring Mary J. Blige. 2006, Buttons, Pussycat Dolls. 2007, Glamorous, Fergie. Let me say that again. 2007, Glamorous, Fergie. 2007, Like This, Kelly Rowland. 2007, Whatever You Like, Nicole Scherzinger. And then we get to Rich Boy. Uh, 2007, Throw Some D's. 2007, She's a Star Will I Am. 2007, Get Buck, Young Buck. Uh, 2008, Forever, Chris Brown. 2008, My Heart, Jennifer Hudson. 2008, Get Your Money Up, Kerry Hilson. 2008 again, Turning Me On, Kerry Hilson. 2008, Make Me Over, Keisha Cole. 2008, Hero, Nas. I can, st I can stop there. I can, I can stop. I'll stop right there. I I'm going to stop right there. I don't need to say anything else. I don't need to say anything. I'm, I'm good. Christina Aguilera, Nicki Minaj, Usher, Trey Songs, Robin Thicke, 
I, I, I'm a, oh, Rihanna. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Y'all put some respect on Polo to Don's name. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um... Right, a lot of people don't have any any idea. Like I'm, I, I'm trying to tell people like Polo was, and he's still putting out music, but he's just kind of. I'm telling Catch like he was supposed to be where Dre is. Like him and Jimmy was like Foster Brothers, you know. Like motherfuckers in Atlanta still they 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 understand. Yeah. Yo, he did Baby by Me. 50 Cent. I didn't know he did that, that, that record. That was 2009. 2008. Love in this club. Usher. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop. This man's still eating off these records. This man's still eating off these records. I'm going to stop. I was about to say him. That's way more than Lil Run. <laughs> way more than Lil Run. Hey, yo. Bink Dog. Hey. Bink Dog don't, doesn't get enough hit uh, credit. Right? I know a lot of cats used to accuse of... Uh, a lot of dudes stole a lot of Bink's drums, man. Like, and I listen. I like, I like Just Blaze. I like. Okay, I love Just Blaze production. But, them early Just Blaze records, them drums, them that sound real. It sound close to the Bink Dog. Once again, you got to do, you, you got to do your homework with, with, with Bink Dog. Bink Dog, I don't know what happened. I don't know who blocked his blessing, but he was, you know what I'm saying, like. Matter of fact, let me look up Bink Dogs. Uh, I know this, this shit turned into some other shit. My bad, y'all. But I just want to Bink Dog. Discography. Yeah, he from Virginia. Norfolk. Uh, let's see. He did. He co-produced Don't Leave Me. Black Street, 96. He did, uh... A song for 702. He did The Lost Boys Love Peace and Nappiness. He did on the Caught Up soundtrack. Okay, he did a song for Tevin Campbell. He did a song for a uh, record for Coco. Did a couple records for Corrupt. But I think his most sad to say, his probably his biggest well known hit is, uh, is uh, Bizarre. For redemption, I don't know what happened, but he he was he should have had a way bigger push. Two thousands, he did to me song records for Tamia, Tori Carter, Lil Mo. Did a song for Missy Elliott. He did the truth, uh, raw and uncut, and ride for my niggas for Beanie Siegel. He did one nine hundred hustler. That's that's Bing Dog. Well, he changed it to Bink. But for those that want to be like Just Blaze, you listen to uh, One Nine Hundred Hustler and tell me that don't sound like some Just Blaze would do. But that's Bink Dog. You know what I'm saying? That's Bink all day. And he did a, a song for Prodigy and Mystical. Did a song for AZ, Angie Martinez, Aaliyah, P Diddy. Nate Dog, Faith Evans, 
Cuckoo Cow. Did a couple records on the Jay-Z's The Blueprint. This dude should be way bigger than what he is. Okay, 2002. He did songs for Jizza, Boot Camp Click, Exhibit, Black Alicious, Eve, Kooji Rap, The Barbershop Soundtrack, 2003, State Property, Freeway, Loon, Nate Dogg, Dave Hollister, Bow Wow, 04, he did records for Jin, Young Guns, 2005, Beanie Siegel again, A. Marie, Memphis Bleak, 2006, Jaheen, LL Cool J, Stat Quo, 2007, A. Marie again, Chuck Brown, Cassidy, Voice to 5'9", Freeway, 2008, Skills, Bishop Lamont, Jay Dilla, Rick Ross's first, uh, first album, 2009, Joe Buttons, Rick Ross again, Method Man, Red Man, Blackout 2, this dude should be way bigger than what he, you know what I'm saying, like I should be, I should say Bink, and motherfuckers be like, okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about, 2010, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Cypress Hill, Cassidy, The Game, J. Cole, Jamie Foxx, 2011, Jada Kiss, Philaday, The Game, Eric Robertson. Come on, man. This dude should be way big. 2013, Pusha T, John Legend, Drake. 2014, Stat Quo, Nipsey Hussle, Rick Ross. Like, really? You got a podcast on Spotify? That's what's up. This dude should be way bigger than what he is, man. This is a tragedy. Yeah, but there was this back and forth between Justin uh, and Bink. You know what I'm saying? Like, there were some accusations that uh, somebody was borrowing somebody's <laughs> drums and style. Ryan, what's happening, bro? So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. This stream is not very structured. I don't know what's going on with the stream yard. Or whatever with my camera ain't my camera because I just did a video earlier today so I'm sorry for the uh, the very unstructured live stream tonight but yo I, listen I'm not gonna be watching the the verses if, if I do watch it for five minutes just to see what cam is wearing let's be honest okay most of us are tuning in to see what cam is going to be wearing necessary hey hon uh, I just don't mind me I'm just catching up to the chat because the chat is moving way faster than what I can. Uh, I don't even know who the next verses is. I like the Izzy Brothers. Okay? But stop playing. Earth, Wind, and Fire. And this is my personal opinion. But there's no way in hell that, that Izzy Brothers comes even close to Earth, Wind, and Fire. I, that was cool. That was a good look for, you know, old heads and young people to get into the music. But let's stop that shit. It's earth, wind, and fire. I'm talking musicianship. All right? I'm not talking catalog because I still put earth, wind, and fire's catalog over Isley Brothers' catalog any day of the week. I'm talking just pure musicianship. I'm going to say earth, wind, and fire are the better musicians. You know? Because this is not, you talk about musicians, they always talk about who, they always say musicianship. Who's the better musician? You know? And I'm, like I said, I'm a, I like Isley Brothers, but that's, that's like, Isley Brothers is like dirty old man music. You know what I'm saying? Like, you picture a, a, an old man in a van, right? The, 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 the running joke when we were growing up at the Dirty Old Man Vans Club, 
dirty old men looking for young girls in, in the van. I could see them playing Izzy Brothers music. You know what I'm saying? Like Earth, Wind & Fire was some next level, like, they were like conscious. It was like conscious music. Okay? Like, listen to them. Okay, there's a couple songs about infidelity, but for the most part, overall, Earth, Wind & Fire was all about love, you know, loving your mate, and, you know, all the positive shit. Izzy Brothers with some raunchy, if I can find some young Philly to knock down for a night or two at the Snooty Fox, that's what you're listening to. Okay? I'm just, I'm just saying. Wait. Ryan said, I, I see what Bill Cosby played in most of Lord. Lord have mercy. Yeah, right. Where do I play his cameo? Damn, that's a good question. Cameo. Man, Cameo doesn't get enough credit. I don't know who the, who you would match them up with. Because they got hits. And then, you know, Larry Blackman with his crazy ass. I don't know. Premium, that's a great question. It all depends on who you match them up with. I don't know. But, um, yeah, yeah, Earth, Wind & Fire, man. Like, yeah, those are that's the elements. Like, necessary. The, the elements. Remember the story. There's a story... The story goes with Earth, Wind, and Fire. There was a guy named Sun Ra, and the guy and Sun Ra was the one that kind of initiated them into into the the mystic systems and all that all that shit. Come on, go back and look at those old uh, album covers, the pyramids and Sphinx and shit, and and uh, and, and uh, the scarabs. Like they was on some other shit. The uniforms and, and the costumes had fucking oxen and scarabs on them and shit. They. I don't know. That was that was that was a that was like almost like a light versus dark matchup with Isley Brothers versus uh, Earth in the Fire. So, but I like I like Isleys, but Isleys you have to be in a certain mood for Isleys. Like that's like I'm about to fuck this bitch in her ass type music. I'm not playing. You're not playing the Isley Brothers to kind of like as feel good music. You, you right? You're playing Isleys because somebody's about to fuck. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there you go, Nick. But. <laughs> Cameo and Zap. I like that lineup. Matter of fact, Cameo, Zap, Ohio Players. Right? Ohio Players doesn't get, they don't, don't get enough uh, credit. I think Ohio Players are one, are one of the better musician groups. Um, like, I put them with the Commodores. Okay, to me, the Commodores with Lionel Richie is untouchable. That's just my opinion. If we're talking urban music, and we're talking... Just strictly instruments and musicians, to me, the Commodores with I with 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 Lionel Richie, they're un, undefeated, 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 undefeated. I like Ohio players. I like Parliament Funkadelic, but goddamn it, the Commodores, man. When when Lionel and and little dark skin dude ain't beefing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> When Lionel and Lil Dark Skin Dude ain't beefing. <laughs> Come on, man. The, the Commodores. For me. For me. Heat Waves underrated. This is true. Steve, Stevie Wonder versus Al Green. Nah, bruh. Stevie Wonder. Come on. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Once again. Respect to Al Green. But nigga. Come on, Stevie. 
like Stevie, like Stevie on a bad day is going to wash Al Green. Like, no disrespect to, to Al Green. It's Stevie, dog. Like, you could put Stevie against Michael Jackson, okay? Listen, you can... It can be it can be Michael, Stevie, James Brown. I guess you can throw Prince in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I put Prince at number four. Now Nick's gonna disagree with me. But I, I put Mike, James Brown, Stevie, and then you can figure out the rest. My opinion though. Who would I place a versus with stack bundles? Ooh. Stack ain't do shit. I mean, stack. Stack had a run for what two years before they killed him. <laughs> right, you can't play. Uh, you can't play Isley Brothers around the around the exactly. <laughs> um, Cameo Morris Day in the time. Hmm. Wait, what do y'all? Okay, well, I see disagreements. I see the screen. So you guys disagree with with my three, Michael, James Brown, Stevie. You, you, you guys disagree with that? So I'm seeing Marvin Gaye, Prince. I, like I said, I, I got Prince at like number four. My name is Stevie Ray, Mama name after Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yo, you know what? I knew, I knew a lot of guys that hated Stevie Ray Vaughan. Because they used to they used to call him like a Jimi Hendrix wannabe or a clone, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I knew dudes that hated Stevie Ray Vaughan because they were like he's trying to be like Jimmy. Like I heard that a lot from from old blues players. Like um, who's the old head? Oh shit, what's his name? His daughter, Shauna. Who who? Ah oh, shit. There's a couple old old heads that um that did not legitimately, did not like Stevie Ray Vaughan for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, you hear a lot of, you do hear a lot of Jimmy in, in, in Stevie Ray shit in his playing style. No, no diss to, to Stevie Ray Vaughan, but, uh, I'm not, no, I, no. I even I can't even rock with Stevie Ray Vaughan like that because I, I, when I every time I listen to my I hear Jimmy, you know. Yeah, them old heads. Listen, man, them old heads. Like, yeah. So, wait, let me go through the comments. Okay, so you guys, you guys. So let me guess. Let me ask y'all this: Prince versus Stevie Wonder. I'm I'm dying to see these answers. Jeff Beck better than Vaughn. Yo, Jeff Beck gets no credit. Like people don't talk about Jeff Beck. Like uh, white boys talk about Jeff Beck. Yeah, but Jeff Beck gets slept on. So I'm ask y'all this: Prince versus Stevie Wonder. Y'all going with Prince over Stevie Wonder? Jesus Christ! Oh my God! You people crack. Y'all really going with Prince over Stevie Wonder? This is Stevie Wonder. This is songs in the key of life. <laughs> so, we're talking songs in the key of life. We're talking overjoyed. Come on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 
Wait, wait, wait, wait. This the same man that gave us probably one of the greatest simp records of all time and overjoyed. <laughs> wait, Steve, Stevie gave us overjoyed. He said, I'm overjoyed. I'm building my castle of love. Come on, man. Y'all better stop playing with this shit. Really? It's Stevie Wonder. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm amazed. Wait, wait. Not only are they picking Prince, they're like, hell yeah, Prince. Like, what? Come on, y'all. It's Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder been doing this shit since he was, what, 12? Right? He was signed at the age of, what, 15? Are we talking musicianship or songs? Okay, I like that. Good question, Jay. Okay. I can almost guarantee what you're going to answer. If I say musicianship, you're going to say Prince because he can play more instruments. Right? And if I say hits... You may go with Stevie because of his length, his long, his much longer catalog. Just because you can play multiple instruments, you know what I'm saying? How much, how much credit do you give somebody that can play a bunch of instruments? Because I know a bunch of guys that can play a bunch of instruments but can't create songs for shit. Okay? The songwriting alone. I mean, yeah, Stevie, I'm about to say, Stevie played more. I mean, shit, come on, man. I mean, Stevie is the reason why synthesizers, people use them shit. You know what I'm saying? L listen, and, and you know, I, this is why I need Nick. Like Thomas Dolby. Like Thomas Dolby is known as the king of the synthes synthesizers, right? But it was Stevie they went to to say, hey, how can we make this better? Okay? They went to Stevie and say, hey, test this, test this new one out. The Moogs, all that shit. Stevie put his stamp on that shit and made the shit the way it was. Sir Ism, what's going on, big dog? Yeah, Bernie Worrell. Yeah, they went to those guys for like, hey, make this, make this piece of equipment better. And Stevie's written for a lot of people as well, too. Let's not, let's not get caught up in Prince's, and that, like, Prince pen game is mean, but you can hear a print, you can tell when Prince writes for somebody else. The best songwriters are the ones you can't tell who, who wrote for other people. Okay? You listen to fucking Manic Monday and walk like, you get, walk like an Egyptian from the Bengals, you hear Prince. No disrespect, but you hear Prince. You be like, yeah, that, I, I can't knock it. Nah, it, it makes sense. Like, the best songwriters are the ones you didn't even know wrote the damn song. Okay? Yeah, Gary Newman... Uh, Howard Jones, Herbie Hancock. Oh my God, the 80s, man. Like the 80s was synthesizer that was, the, you know. Maxwell over Prince. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's an ashy Prince. Yeah, come on, man. Stevie is, Stevie is an institution. Stevie Wonder is a, is a walking institution. Think about it. 
He's young enough to learn from Quincy Jones. He came up. I mean, he's done touched everybody. He's touched everybody. You know? Like, Prince. I be trying to look. I be trying to knock Prince. I can't knock Prince. But it's Stevie, y'all. Come on. Yeah, I mean, listen. Prince has done a lot of people dirty. You know, Lisa and, and Wendy. Um, Jesse Johnson. Hell, he done, he done fucking the time wrong at, at some point in their careers, too. Him and Rick James was beefing because Rick was like, this nigga's wearing my shit. You know? So let's not act like, you know, like Stevie isn't, is, 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 is all authentic. Like, it's all Stevie. Stevie had no father to his style to a certain extent. You know? Howard Jones. And, yo, Howard Jones is dope. You know, most people be like, who the fuck is Howard Jones? Like, and, and groups like Debo. Um, yeah, like the 80s, man, was some of the best synthesized music you could ever, you ever going to hear in, 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 in a decade of music. You know? Uh, okay, okay. I'm... Okay. Rick James versus Prince. Because you really can't have one without the other. This is why, you know, comparisons like that don't matter to me. You know, like, like people always say, like, James Brown versus Michael Jackson. I say you can't have a Michael without James. I always put James over Michael because James was the blueprint. Period. See, once again, you got Prince all day over Rick James. Holy fucking cow. Oh, no. I, Nick, I know a lot of people don't know that Thomas Dolby, uh, the symphonic uh, ringtones. Y'all got Prince over Rick James. Wow. Wow. There's no Prince without Rick James. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> how you be... How, okay, wait, wait. How are you better than the Blueprint? You can improve, make modifications, but the Blueprint. Like, it's the Blueprint. There's nothing without it. I don't place Tina Marie anywhere. You understand? There's no blueprint. There's nothing without the blueprint. Okay, yeah, I can build a house, but how much harder is it going to be without a blueprint? Okay? Hey, remember how... Wait, wait. And and that's a good point. Who, who made the point about, about, about uh, Eddie Murphy? Now, Eddie Murphy, now motherfuckers go back and play that song. Right? Motherfuckers will go back and play party all the time now, all of a sudden. Remember, like, a year ago, it, it caught back on again, and motherfuckers started playing <laughs> Eddie Murphy's song. And then the video, the video views went up for it. Like, motherfuckers came back to say, damn, it wasn't that bad of a song to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so... <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick does not like Eddie Murphy. I, I I liked it when I first heard it. I thought it was, you know, it's like, oh, shit, okay. Uh, Yeah, I, you can't put, to me, you can't put Prince over Rick James. I, no Rick James, there's no Prince. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, all that, listen, all that androgynous bad boy shit, 
that was Rick James. Okay? All that androgynous, bad boy, hypersexual shit, that's Rick James. Once again, no Rick James. You ain't got no motherfucking and running around with his ass cheeks hanging out. Okay? I'm just saying. Come on. Stevie ain't had a hit since 95. Stevie don't need to make no damn hits. What are you talking about? That's, listen, that's when you know you, you're good. You don't have to do shit. Okay? Okay, Little Richard. I get the Little Richard. I get the Little Richard thing. But Little Richard was not coming out at, at the very best Little Richard wore eyeliner and had his hair in a, in a bouffant. That was the extent of Little Richard. And he, he may wear a scarf. But nobody took that shit to the next level like Rick James. Okay? Rick James was talking about fucking bitches and having orgies and smoking marijuana. Come on, man. Stop. I get what you're saying with Little Richard. But come on, Rick James? Like, there was nobody like Rick James before him. Was Little Richard really good? Yeah. Yeah, Premium, you got a lot of homework to do, bro. Uh, let's see. They're all on coke except Eddie. That's funny. Alright, yo, I'm gonna get out of here. I like it. Once again, I'm so sorry for the unstructured live stream because I don't know what the fuck is going on with, uh... I hate streaming. I'm gonna start using Ecamm and just do that and I don't want to deal with OBS like that. Uh, wait, why y'all not talking about what he's saying now? What, what, I don't know what, 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 what does that mean? What, what does that mean? I can't highlight the comments, so what does that mean talking about who, what now? Not, Nick, Nick, listen. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll do OBS and green screen. When truth does OBS and green screen, that's when you know the shit got real. Okay. You're. Okay, so you're stream yard too? Okay, cool. Anita Baker over Sade. I like that argument. I'll, I'll take Anita Baker over Sade. I'll take Anita Baker over Sade. I would, yes. Had Sade had a more regular release schedule, not every eight years, then we have we have a discussion. But Anita, Anita takes that hands down. Anita takes that hands down. Yeah, Anita, Anita all day. Listen. Y'all better stop playing. If you're under the age of 40, you 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 should not be talking no damn Sade. Shut that shit up. If you're over 40, I'll give you the Sade denied. But if you're under 40, stop. Just, just stop that shit. Anita Baker talking about, <laughs> you know, she was singing to her hand, she was singing to her man, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Y'all better stop playing. Look at all these newbies wanna take away Shadi. You can listen, you can tell by these answers that some of these guys are under the age of 40. Yep, Rose Gold, my uncle smashed Shaka Rose. Oh Lord Jesus Lord. 
Rose Gold, if you ever did a podcast, sis, you would have to do that shit with the with the uh, with the with the voice actuator with the black screen. They would have to change your voice to protect your identity. You know when the motherfuckers going to on the interviews to tell what happened with the government, they'd be like, "Yes, I I saw corruption." <laughs> they be hiding him in the shadows and shit. <laughs> That's Rose Gold. Yes, I was there. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, some of the greatest producers ever. Some of the greatest producers ever. Yeah. Like, li- listen, if I ever brought Rose Gold on, that should be, the screen would be black the fuck out, and she'd have a voice actu- <laughs> actuator. Make a shit deeper. Yes, this is Rosewood Banks. I was there. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. They said Shaka Smash most of the She probably, you know. Hey, I'm not. I'm not here to. Um, I can't speak on things I don't know. I mean, it's the '70s. What woman or what man? Who wasn't fucking in 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 those days? Like. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember we used to go up to uh, the Herb Kent and um, the the Puerto Rican chick. I forget her name. Playboy had offered her a spread and she turned it down. She was in her 40s already. Rose Gold, who was it that, w- that used to perform with, uh, with Herb Kent? Angie, what was her name? The, 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 the Puerto Rican chick. Rose Gold knows. Rose Gold, Rose Gold knows. Who, who is she? Nah, nah, the, the, the Puerto Rican lady that used to um, co-host with, with Herb Kent. Or she would come on after, after Herb Kent. She, she knows. Nah, this, this, this motherfucker said Angie Martinez. God damn. This motherfucker said Angie Martinez. Cause I, I, yeah, cause we used to go up there every now and again, and I remember when Playboy had offered her a spread, and she turned it down. And mind you, this one, nope, not nope, nope, not Gene Sparrow, not Gene Sparrow. Cause my my sister went to with the Northwestern with Gene Sparrow. Gene Sparrow's a tall woman. That Gene Sparrow is six one, like in flats. So, so somebody, y'all know what I'm talking about. Irene Mojica. Irene Mojica. That's who it is. Was. Irene Mojica used to co-host with Herb Kent. And she had her own show. And gosh, she had a she had a lovely, lovely voice. Nobody knew she was Puerto Rican. You know, every once in a while you hear some Spanish come out of her, like the accent. And this woman was already in her 40s. And Playboy had offered her a spread. She said, no, thank you. Irene Mojica. God damn. Shit. All right. Like you want to climb over. <laughs> yeah, Jean Sparrow is a tall woman. Like she's been on. She's she had her own show at one point, like her own TV show. Um, this is all Chicago, so all my all Chicago people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
Queen Latifah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember when phone. Oh, Cheryl Burton did the phone sex commercial before going to ABC. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Outside of Lauren's uh, miseducation, do you do you, do you do you use her Fuji's work as well? Because listen. Okay. That's interesting. Lauren Hill versus Queen Latifah. Now, which version of Lauren are you going to use? Are you going to use Fuji's Lauren along with Miseducation of Lauren Hill? Are you using both those albums? The score and, and Miseducation? Because if you're using those albums, this shit's a wash. Do you understand? There's nothing. If you're going to use the score and Miseducation, Against Latifah's entire discography. Come on, man, that's, that's a wash. Are we are we serious right now? I mean, that's 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 unfair. That's unfair. That's unfair. Like, like stop. Like, come on, man. That's Lauren all day. Like, Lauren doesn't have to get, get out of bed for that shit. She's gonna be like, I'm battling who? What? Click. I like Latifah. Now Latifah versus Light would be uh. That that makes more sense to me. Latifah versus Light, and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with MC Light. That's just my I'm I'm being personally biased towards Light. You know, I'm 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 being I'm being biased. I would go with Light with that one. You know, because uh, to me, you know, Light had a more relatable appeal when Latifah first came out with the fucking hat and shit, and I was like, oh, what is this, X-Clan again? Like, that that vibe, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Who I got versus Selena? Yeah, you got a lot of music homework to do, bruh. I mean, just, you have at least three decades of music, and I'm talking all genres of music you need to catch up on. I'm just saying. Yeah, light all day. Uh, I, I like I like Nicki Minaj versus Lil Kim, and I would go with Nicki Minaj. But that that's a matchup I would like to see if they ever made that happen. Mm -hmm. Mob Deep versus the Locks. No, Mob Deep still has more hit. Oh shit! You know what? I take that back. Run that back, Rose Gold. Mob Deep versus the Locks. Once again. At, at one point, Mob Deep had commercial success. Like, at one point, Mob Deep was commercially viable. There's never been one, not one point outside of that, uh, the, 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 the Puffy album, had the locks been commercially viable. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, remember, what, what year was that? Hell on Earth. What, what, what year was Hell on Earth? When that album came out, it was Mob Deep season. It was Mob Deep season. 90, what, 6, 97? It was Mob Deep season. Hell on Earth was, and then, and then Prodigy's solo album, uh, HNIC. Oh my God. Like, man, come on. Like, ooh. No, no. Listen, Mob Deep had more street appeal, 
right? They had more street, I don't say they had more street cred, but they had more street appeal, right? And at one point, you know, they made loud records a lot of fucking money. 96. And how many albums came out in 96, 97? Like 96, 97, 98. Some of the greatest hip hop albums came out in those span of those three years. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of tough ass albums came out 96, 97, 98, 99. Those three to four years, a lot of a lot of great albums came out. I mean a lot of great albums. Outcast versus Bone. Wow, youngin, you may have something with that one. Outcast versus Bone. I don't even like Bone, but damn it. But damn it, they got shit. That would come down to personal bias. That would come down to personal personal bias. That's that's a, that's a tough one. That's a very good one. That's a good one. See, that's that's a personal choice. Um, you know what? Let's let's do let's play that game real quick. Let's look up Bones discography, shall we? I'm just curious to see what all they Now we're talking strictly Bone the group, okay? The group is it strictly bone? Shit. Nigga. Fuck, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait. Wait, okay, alright, here we go. Um They had an album come out in ninety-three. It doesn't count. This is before they signed to uh Ruthless. So we're gonna go with the first official bone album that we recognize. East 1999 Eternal. That one was certified four times platinum. Four times platinum. Okay. Then The Art of War. In 97. Four times platinum. And then BTNH Resurrection. Platinum. And then they don't see another gold record until 2007. With Strength and Loyalty. That one went. That one went gold. That was with uh, Full Surface Interscope. That was Swiss Beats label. So they're at four, eight, nine. They're at ten million records sold. At at their at their peak. At their peak. And then I take that back. They got more. They got the collection. So they they did some re, they did some rehashing. The collection volume one went platinum. The collection volume two went gold and their greatest hits went platinum. So they're like 13 million sold. Now I know people are going to be like, well, Outkast did that and they got a diamond record. That's, I, I get it. I get it. But 13 mil. Um, let me see. And then the singles. Jeez, the singles. Okay, the singles we got. Uh, Thuggish, Ruggish, Bone went gold. First of the month went gold. The Crossroads. This, these are singles. Uh, two times platinum. Days of Our Lives went gold. Look into My Eyes went platinum. If I Could Teach the World went gold. And then they had another single called I Tried. That went platinum. 
that that's a that's a pretty strong discography like that's that's a strong strong discography and then all their features they've done features from everybody to notorious big master p avant esham uh tech nine tupac crooked eye mariah carey tupac again uh, shade shice frankie j avant shauna dove b dj Khaled, twister uh, cassidy eve game asap ferg Wiz khalifa that's that's nothing to slouch that's no slouch so that's that's bone okay that's roughly 13 million sold so let's do this let's do outcast i hate that i don't have a screen share all right outcast discography well you'd be surprised here okay okay here we go southern playlist of cadillac music went platinum atlians two times it went double platinum equimini double platinum stankonia uh four times platinum speaker box the love below even though technically technically it's two separate albums merged to one they cheat that's how they cheated and not not to mention how everybody was doing double albums they were cheating they were patting the numbers because it counted as um they counted as one but the sales for two so that's when everyone was doing double double disc albums they were patting the numbers so that is their diamond that went diamond and then Idlewild went platinum okay and then big boy and dre presents outcast that went platinum now the singles Okay, so the singles that charted, Players Ball went gold, Elevators went gold, B.O.B. went platinum, Miss Jackson went three times platinum, So Fresh and So Clean went platinum, Hey Ya went platinum, The Way You Move went gold, Roses went gold, and that's it. That's not beating bone like by a bunch. If you if you line this shit up side by side, they're barely edging out bone okay so we're looking at sales so I mean uh, 1 11 15 16 17 18 we'll say close to 20 20 mil you know but if you take away that diamond it's a different story but they're not they're not spanking bone discography wise. I mean they'll beat them, but they're not gonna spank bone. And once again, that comes down to a personal preference if you're gonna go with bone versus uh outcast. So alright, I've really run my mouth way too uh long on this janky ass backup stream shit, so hopefully we'll get it together. Wait, wait. Run DMC versus public enemy. Ooh, ooh, she did that. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. Y'all bring up some good ones. Hold up. Okay, run DMC versus public enemy. Shit. And then Rose Gold, you said cool G rap versus Spice One. God damn it. I'm gonna go with Spice One. I know OG, I know, I know Cool G Rap is like founding East Coast gangster rap, but like, I, oh, it's Cool G Rap. I get it. I get it. I'm going Spice One. 
I'm going Spice One because Spice One helped kick in the door for the West Coast. I still listen to 187 Proof to this day. 187 Proof is in my playlist when I go to the gym. I have no Cool G rap records in my playlist. 187 Proof to this day is in my playlist. I still live cooling on the corner with the cellular phone. Okay. More mail than the rest of the bushes. Because it got a tech nine in the bushes. I'm not quoting any Kooji rap songs. I know that I know that first verse bar for bar. I'm going with Spice One. I'm sorry. I'm going Spice One. If MOP had a larger category, they could go with see that see now I like what the way you're saying. I like that. And I would still go with MOP over the locks. But that's just me. That's just me. Outcast overrated. Y'all y'all picking outcast like they would like they like they're washing bone. They're not washing bone. Y'all better stop this shit, man. Y'all killing me right now. Y'all y'all picking outcast like, oh yeah, duh, outcast. Like, no, let's run it back. You'd be surprised. It, it, it'd be closer than what you think. Luther versus Freddie Jackson. We're gonna go Luther. We're gonna go Luther. Luther, I got Luther. Freddie will put up a good fight. But Luther is too much. Luther is too much. Luther is Thanos. Freddy will be the Hulk. Thanos will eventually get the best, the better of him. Uh, oh, Johnny versus Changing Faces. Johnny had the bigger hit, but Changing Faces, I liked them better just because I liked them because they were, you know. Like, Jeanne felt like, um, it felt like they were put together, right? They didn't feel organic, but that's my opinion. I like changing faces because they seem more natural. Like, okay, I can relate to these chicks that like, they're from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jeanne looked too prim and proper, right? You had the dark skin one, you had the light skin one. I'm like, ah, come on with this bullshit. And then one the one day bald-headed and shit, I was like, ah, no. Changing faces, I can relate to those chicks because they're like, they're from the hood. State property versus Dipset. Dipset, dear. Dipset. Gale Boys versus NWA. NWA. Public Enemy versus De La Soul. Stop. Stop. The Doors versus The Who. Damn, Ryan, why you do that, bro? Okay. On paper, The Who. In my heart, The Doors. I'm tough, Pete. Listen, 187 proof, man. Like that when I first heard that record, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like it was, for me, it was game changing, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I respect Kooji rap. Like I, I, I fucks with it, but come on, man, Spice One, like what? Spiggity, Spiggity Spice One. Uh, Scarface versus Cube. I want to go Ice Cube. Like that's okay. Wait, wait, wait. Seriously, like Ice Cube washes Scarface. Like, stop, stop, stop. Like, I'm saying Ice Cube washes Scarface. Like, washes him. Washes Scarface. And this is Scarface. Like, 
washes him. Okay? Like, takes him to the river and drowns him. That's how much he washes Scarface. Who can legitimately go against the Wu? Um, the Wu is different. And this, this is why, and when you talk about rap, hip-hop groups, I always put Wu-Tang at number one because business-wise, they made it possible for group members to get solo deals. Never done before by any group. They were the first ones to do that. That's why I put them as my number one hip-hop group of all time because of what they did for the, what they were able to do business-wise. They didn't have the strongest catalog. They didn't, sell the, they didn't sell the most records. But the impact they had doing their business far exceeds any group what they've done to me. Business-wide. Come on, eight niggas with solo, solo deals. You never heard, seen no shit like that before. Listen, I put, the, I'm, I, I put them over NWA. I put them over Public Enemy. I put them over Funky 4 Plus 1. I put them over Sugar Hill Game because the business, they changed the music business. When you impact the business, what else is it to talk about? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I put them as my number one hip-hop group of all time because of what they did business-wise. Uh, OJs versus Dramatics. The OJs. The OJs. The OJs. What, Kid Play versus Crisscross? Come on. Ooh, wait. Kid Play versus Crisscross. Crisscross. You gotta go with Crisscross. Uh, Big Crit versus Papoose. Neither one. They, they, neither one of those guys matter. Who <laughs> take on the mountain? Biden. I'm telling you, man. Listen, what they accomplished business-wise, bros. Timberlake versus Usher. I'm gonna go Usher. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Usher. See, she goes flowers in the atmosphere. She's silly. Uh, wait, let me get back to that. Run, run DMC versus Public Public Enemy. I want to go Public Enemy. I'm going to go Public Enemy. I don't care that Run DMC did it. Did did the hit with Aerosmith. I don't care. I think Public Enemy. Uh, it's it's impact culturally on hip hop. Come on, man. We would listen. I wasn't wearing Adidas. I wasn't wearing the fucking fedoras. I wasn't wearing the tracksuits. But I damn sure had a fucking African medallion. I had a, a Public Enemy T-shirt with the target on my back. Okay, uh, for me, Public Enemy all day, all day. I got a better one for you. So the bars versus the jack. Listen, I put. The Silvers versus the Jacksons. I put the Silvers over the Jacksons. Now, now take that. The Silvers. Who are the Silvers? Look them up. Look them up. Had they daddy not did what they, they daddy did to them and all. Listen, the Silvers are better than the Jacksons in every category. Okay, they just didn't have a Barry Gordy, period. The sil go listen to them silver records, the silvers. Okay, they wrote their own shit. They played instruments. They would wash the Jacksons. 
The Jacksons had Joe and Barry. That's it. That's it. The Silvers were that good. People don't... Yeah, people sleep on the Silvers, man. Like, they would wash the Jackson 5. I'm sorry. It's nothing to be, you know? Like, it's for me, it's not even a debate. Like, the Silvers were that good. They were that fucking good. But because of their daddy... And same thing with the, with the, uh, with the DeBarge. You know, if you, if you take all of DeBarge's healthy, sober, they would whoop the Jackson's asses, man. New Kids on the Block versus NSYNC uh, versus Backstreet Boys. Okay. Okay. If you didn't have the New Kids, you wouldn't have NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys. Okay? So, once again, for me, it's a blueprint. You know? I'm, I'm going to always go with new kids on the block because I remember the impact they had. Like, I remember when they first came out, like, what the fuck? You know, like, people ask me, well, what do you say Britney versus Christina? I'm going to go with Britney all day long because Britney was the blueprint for that, for that mode of, uh, you know, Caucasian singer. Yeah, I get a Tina Marie and, and, and um, whoever's came before, but Britney was different. You know what I'm saying? Like, Britney made it a safe bet. You know, Britney, even though Robin Carlson came first, right, they tried with Robin. People don't who forget who Robin was. They did it first with Robin. But Britney, like, perfected, like, whatever they did with Britney, couldn't, it can't be, you can't do it again. You can try. You know what I'm saying? But you, there's no white girl that comes close to Britney Spears. None. At least I don't. I don't know if there's any. If there's somebody out there I don't know about. But Britney is like the queen of the white girl isms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, Christina can sing. But have you seen Christina perform? Britney puts on a fucking show. Okay, I'm not going to see Britney sing. I'm going to see Britney perform. Big difference. Big big difference. Taylor Swift. No. No. Taylor Swift is a songwriter that happens to be propped up. Britney is a Britney is an event. I'm just Britney is an event. Okay? Britney is the white girl version of Janet Jackson. There I said it. Y'all gonna be mad at me for saying that. Britney Spears is the white girl version of Janet Jackson. I don't care if she can't sing a lick. That bitch can perform. She can put on a fucking show. Okay? Alright? It was Menudo versus New Kids. Oh, okay. Well, shit. I remember Menudo. Hey, Menudo was huge. Then we're going to go with Menudo. We're, we're going to go with Menudo. Uh, we're going to go Pink versus Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani? What? All day. You know why? Because Gwen... Wasn't introduced into uh, black culture the way L.A. Reid brought Pink in. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gwen was, they, they group, they was into that sky rock shit. And, they, and that's how they came in. There was nothing artificial. Come on, L.A. Reid brought, brought that girl in. 
and told the niggas, you like, better like this white girl, and niggas fell for this shit, and after she got the stamp of approval, ain't looked back since. Fuck out of here. Fuck pink. You know? See, all y'all talking all this, Christina can sing. Man, listen. When I, if I'm going to go watch a, a, a performer, I'm paying to watch you perform. All right? If I want to go watch you sing, I go to church to hear a singer. Uh -uh. I refuse to spend money to watch Christina Aguilera hold the mic and shake her fingers. You know how she holds the mic and does this thing every time she's singing? You know, when she, Christina hits the high notes, she does this with her fingers. Like, bitch, I don't want to see you do this. You know what I'm saying? This is how you know she's about to hit a high note because her fingers did be doing this. I study music. Don't play with me. I study this shit. Madonna. Mmm. Mmm. Once again, Madonna was brought to the black folk. Madonna was pushed to black folk. Britney was not pushed to black folk. Britney was pushed to little white girls. Okay? Britney was pushed to little white girls. Madonna was pushed to black folk. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, go back and look at those old Madonnas, those old Madonna videos and songs. Nah, Madonna is not, I wouldn't consider Madonna the white girl version. I, I put Britney as it. Yeah, that's, to me, that's Britney. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, no, I would, me, I would not, not Madonna, no. And now I would, I would put Madonna versus Cher. You want, we can have that discussion. Like, I'm putting Madonna with Cher. Them two, I see, like, okay, I see that. You know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Madonna had Niles Rogers. Yeah, yeah, Niles is, Niles, is, Niles is a certified hit maker. Uh, Tina versus Shaka Khan. I, I'm going to go with Shaka because I personally don't like how um, the whole Tina narrative has, has taken... I don't like how Tina somehow has diminished the impact that Ike had, right? Because at the end of the day, um, when they're, you know, when she's dead and buried, you're not going to mention one without the other. You cannot. I don't give a fuck what Tina did after Ike. That woman can't go nowhere around this planet and someone not think Ike, you know? And I, I hate how they, um, the narrative they put on Ike like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and you're only there because of him. Now, what went on between y'all behind the scenes, both of y'all was doing dumb shit, you know? But once again, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Shaka just because just I don't like how Tina helped perpetuate the bullshit against Ike. So, that is that is what it is with me. Jodeci versus Boys to Men. Man, Jodeci. Jodeci. I get it with Boys to Men. I get it. 
but Jodeci. Jodeci, a little bit more raw, a little bit more edgy. I can relate to, I know guys like Jodeci. I don't know guys like Boys and Men. If that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not sure. You know? <laughs> Jodeci versus Drew Hill. Eee. Maybe... You know what? Let's look that up. Okay, this, this is my final discography of the night. After this, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to the gym. Let's look up Jodeci's discography, shall we? Jodeci discography. Okay, this is, we're doing Jodeci now. Jodeci's first album, Forever My Lady, 91, 1991, three times platinum. Diary of a Mad Band, 1993, came uh, two times platinum. The show, the after party, the hotel, ninety-five, platinum, and that was pretty much it for them. <laughs> that was it for them. Singles, come and talk to me went gold. Cry for you went gold. Freaking you went gold. That's it. That's it. Now let's go to boys to men. This might be short work. Yeah, this might be real short work. Okay, listen, let's let's just stop. Boys to men is gonna watch these niggas. <laughs> I'm sorry. If we're going by sales and stuff, I said I'm only picking Jodeci because I can relate to those guys. You know, like I know guys like Jodeci. But let's <laughs> Okay, Cooley High Harmony, ninety one. Nine times platinum. That motherfucker's damn near diamond. Christmas interp uh, uh, Interpretations, 93. That went two times platinum. Uh, the album 2, 94. 12 times platinum. Jeez. Evolution, 97. Went two times platinum. Nathan Wayne, Sean Wanye went gold in the 2000. Yeah, we can stop right there. Wow. Okay. Um... Yes, Boys to Men would, would watch Jodeci, but I guarantee more people would relate to Jodeci more than they would relate to Boys to Men. She said, Drew Hill. Let me, okay, fine, woman. Let me look up Drew Hill. <laughs> Drew Hill is the final, final look up for the night, and I really need to get to the gym. Drew Hill. Huh? Listen, Drew Hill is on par with Jodeci. Okay, so 96, Drew Hill, platinum. 98, Enter the Drew, two times platinum. 2002's Drew World Order only went gold. So they're on par with Jodeci. And Boys to Men washes both of them at the same time. That wasn't, yeah, that was pretty bad. That was bad. That was bad. So... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the five heartbeats. <laughs> Stupid. Wait, Drew Hill was the last top R&B group? Hmm. Mm hmm. Next. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody really likes boys to men. Because like I said, like, they're not relatable. Even though Bivens put them together, 
Um, but that was just strictly for, you know, commercial shit. <laughs> the Five Heartbeats versus, uh, what was the other, other singing group? <laughs> what was the other singing movie group? The, it was the Five Heartbeats and, who, and, and then what was the other movie? Alright, yo, I'm gonna get out of here. What is it? Yeah, I need to get to the fucking gym. So yeah, hopefully the next live stream I do this will be a little bit more structured and a little bit more professional, I guess. 112 versus Jagged Edge. I'm not doing any more. No. Save it for next time. Wait. 112 versus Jagged Edge. Let me play. Let me come up with 112. Okay. This is the absolute last one. 112. Okay, 112. 112, uh, two times platinum, room 112, two times platinum, part three, platinum, pleasure and pain, gold. That's respectable. Now let's look up, what was the other one? Wait, what was the other one? 112, oh, Jagged Edge, okay, okay, Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge. Oh, you'd be surprised. Okay, Jagged Edge, a Jagged Era, went gold. J.E. Heartbreak went two times platinum. Jagged Little Thrill went platinum. Hard went gold. That comes out of the personal bias, because their discography sales are pretty much the same. It's respectable. It's respectable. So, all right, with that, I'm out of here. For real, for real. Y'all have a good night. Uh, thank you to those who donated. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try this again tomorrow night, hopefully under better conditions. And I'm, I'm going to get up with Nick and see if he's free to, uh, to play around. So y'all have a good night. Peace. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Sing the On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.